0: A bag is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Your data is your business. Protect it with ExpressVPN for three extra months free with a one year package. Go to the link listed in my Twitter profile. All right. The NFL Combine is a week away. With me to talk about the draft is Shane Hallam from Draft Countdown. How are you, sir?
1: I'm doing well. Thanks for having me back. Always, always a pleasure.
0: Thanks for this is our first time on video, so it now, is. It now is. I know now now I now I know what you look like. You're <laughs> you're, you're you're beautiful. So this oh, is, this well, is awesome. thank
1: you. I don't get that too often, so I'll, I'll take <laughs> I'll take the compliment. Um, so so the the combine is a
0: week away, and I mean it. it we're in we're in mid February, and we still have another two months of talking about the draft to go, but. How how much does the the combine actually change, people uh, draft prospects? You know whether they go up or down or not. Does it change a lot?
1: It it does. Uh, I don't think it's one of those things where you're going to find oh here's this guy that was a six round pick and now he's a first round pick. But um yeah the, the NFL is based on athleticism, and if you if you can't if you don't have that requisite athletic ability it doesn't matter. You know, you're, you're not gonna be able to play most positions. And so that's what teams are looking for kind of, you know, what what is that threshold? Uh, If you're picking an offensive lineman or you're picking an edge rusher, you're picking a corner, like they have to be able to cover guys that are super athletic. And so they have to have that athletic ability. And I think that's really the key. Um, The other thing is the combine is not just about the numbers, but we have those on-field drills. We get to see Uh, all these prospects back to back to back to back doing the same thing and compare them apples to apples to apples. That's really hard to do when, when I'm trying to grade a tight end from coast of Carolina to a, uh, you know, a tight end from Alabama. So this is a nice way to see how they look, how the technique is. And so I think NFL teams take that into account too.
0: It's kind of unfair because from what I understand, it's just a giant like cattle call. It's like, it's like you're just moved from one place to another. You really don't get the, I don't know. It's not like the best of conditions for the draft prospects, but hey, this is this is a giant job interview. So, you know, I deal with it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I look, I think there's definitely some outdated pieces to it, but the NFL has this data going back, you know, how long. So they that's really they rely on just those numbers to com- once again, keep comparing and seeing. So, you know, maybe maybe someday it'll change a little bit in the prospects favor. I, I'd be in favor of that. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll take what we can get for now.
0: And, you know, if things don't go well, um, there's always the pro day, which is, which are much more favorable uh, uh, conditions for the draft prospects. They're in their own place. They got their with their own people. They're,
1: you know, they're much more comfortable setting. So, you know, they, they have another chance. And we've seen it. We've seen players. um the Miami Dolphins corner Zavian Howard comes to mind who had a terrible combine and an excellent pro day. And he's, you know, an all pro. So I, I think that's, we saw last year, there's no combine and guess what? It was fine. So yeah. I think, uh, I, I think, I think it's proven. Yeah. The pro days, the times are getting super close to the combine times as it is there there's there's, there might not be a need uh, in the future, but the NFL will hang on to that cash and those viewers for at least for now. What was that? talk of a boycott or something like that or what was that all about so basically you know we're a week out so about two weeks before the combine the nfl uh, the combine committee i don't know whatever it is came out and said hey we're putting all the players in a bubble no one else is allowed to talk to you while you're at the combine and that's it and all the agents are like wait you know i can't talk to my client their trainer who's training them and all these drills can't be out there to help them, you know, can't tell them what to do. Like, uh, no, you yeah, know, we'll, we'll show up for the medical stuff and we're out. Like, why would we do that? Like you said, we'll, we'll be see at the pro day. And so, you know, you know, it was with 24 hours later, they backtracked it the, because the NFL network's already set. Everything's in motion. Like they can't have a third of the players not, not work out. So it looks like that's been at least semi resolved, but I think we will still see some players, um start to opt out you know even ones that maybe you know, aren't the high-end guys to say look I can just worry about it at the pro date
0: yeah I mean for the top people it's almost um not a good idea to go there because when you're when you're you know uh, scheduled to be drafted in like in the top 10 or something like that you're really not gonna uh it, it really doesn't help you it could only hurt you so yeah we'll, we'll see but that's that's I think that's the case every year but uh so the big question is, what are the Steelers going to do? And if they go quarterback, first of all, let's talk about these quarterbacks. Is there really one worth drafting? Is is there is there one going to be available at twenty? And are there are are they worth it? Are there are the, the top
1: quarterbacks? Are they actually good enough? Are they are they actually first round uh, worthy? It's a tough question because I think almost any year, even if it wasn't this year, at twenty, is there really ever a quarterback worth it? You know that that's that's rare unless you have someone like Lamar Jackson who's so different that most teams don't you know didn't want to deal with it. And so that that's what I think is the problem. Not only do you not have the high end. Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence type prospect, but none of these guys match that. They all have issues. They all have question marks that aren't going to get answered before the draft. Um, so you have to kind of decide that. And then on top of it, there's a lot of teams that need quarterbacks. So if one or two are gone that you did like, now do, are you going to reach on a guy you, you only like uh, 95, 90% of the time? And that That's not a smart decision when you're drafting a first round quarterback either. So um you know, I think the Steelers are obviously doing their due diligence. We learned that at the senior bowl with Mike Tomlin literally on the field for the first two days of practice and Art Rooney the second going down there for the first time. Um, You know, they're looking at these quarterbacks pretty hard, but I don't think that necessarily means that they're going to draft one or that one's available 20. And I'd be pretty surprised if they trade up, you know, and give up the multiple first round package. It would take to even get in position to do that.
0: Okay. But, okay. So they're not you know, they, they would have to give up a lot to, you know, going to top five or top 10 or whatever, but, you know, I mean, I mean, they, they went up, they, they traded up the, in, in, to uh, number 10, a few years ago to get Devin Bush and they gave up, I think like a second and a third or something like that. So uh is that what's what it's going to take? I mean, even when quarterbacks are not that good, it seems like because of their quarterbacks, they get taken early. So is it going to take, is it going to take having the trade up in like in the top 10 or top 15 or top 12 or something like that to get a quarterback?
1: I mean, I I think it's possible. Uh, We'll see how things shake out, but you have Denver sitting at nine, you have Washington sitting at 11, Minnesota 12, if they move Kirk cousins, Um, you know, and New Orleans at 18. I mean, those, those are the teams that need a quarterback. So if you really want, if you want Malik Willis, you want the quarterback from Liberty, he's probably going to be the first one off the board. He has the athletic rushing upside and the big arm. I mean, if you want to guarantee him, you probably got to move up to eight or nine and that's a huge jump. That's going to cost you a future first. It's going to cost you your first and second this year at the very least, you know, you're giving up two firsts and a second to move up there. So, is that really worthwhile if you're not 100 percent confident this guy is going to smash and be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL? You know that that's that's really the question to me. Or you know, do you sit at 20? Maybe you like Kenny Pickett, and I don't think Pickett will fall to 20, but I think it's possible. Maybe you like Matt Crowd in Mississippi, and all right, if he's there, we'll take him. But if he's not, then you know we're going to move on. Um, the one one thing is, I think we're going to know. And, you know the Steelers, a are not great at hiding. Yeah, they don't try to to hide their cards in the NFL draft. Tool. We knew they technology taking Najee Harris last year. Everyone knew that. Um, they don't hide their cards, and there's only one more roster spot for a quarterback on the team. We know Dwayne Haskins and Mason Rudolph will be there. So if they sign, if they sign or trade for someone, they're not drafting a rookie. And if they don't, then they probably are. And I think we're gonna know that going in.
0: That's a thing. I mean, the the draft is end of April, and you have. Uh free agency in march and there's a whole bunch of there there are a whole bunch of quarterbacks that are that are out there Jameis winston trubisky um then, then then you know they could trade for jimmy g or what so there's a lot that could be done between now and then um in terms of you know what what teams will actually need quarterbacks so it's uh yeah we're we're still really early in this uh but Malik Willis, that seems to be the, uh, the sexy pick. Is he the quarterback with the highest ceiling in this draft?
1: I think pretty easily he's the quarterback with the highest ceiling just because you have the rushing ability. Uh, I mean, I've heard he's going to run if he, if he runs the 40 at the combine, you might not, uh, anywhere from a four, three, eight to a four, four, three. Um, you know, that's, that's Lamar Jackson, Robert Griffin type speed. Plus he, I think he has a stronger arm, much stronger arm than either of those guys had. So when you take those two things, you can't teach any of that. Um, but you know, he he really has trouble in terms of decision making and holding the ball too long. Playing behind a bad offensive line, he got sacked a lot at Liberty. Uh, one of his worst games was against Louisiana Monroe, which you know uh, you could take a guess is not a very good defense. Um, when he was just chucking it up where places that he shouldn't. So you know, I think there's a lot of on the, on the mental side. Uh, I've heard interviews have gone well that maybe, you know, he was he was the only really good player they had on the offense. And that can be a problem, too. We saw that with Patrick Mahomes and Ben Roethlisberger when they were in college. So, you know, there's there's good things and bad things, but the upsides there. The question is, do you take the risk? Uh, And, you know, there's a lot of question marks as well.
0: Well, if he does, if he wants to go to a team with a bad offensive line, <laughs> come
1: on down. He has experience, so we <laughs> yes, has have that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. um, but
0: what's uh, a, a problem, a, a, a con I see with him, and I think just about every quarterback in this draft is he's not very tall. Isn't that an issue? He's, I mean, he's. I see him listed as six foot, nothing,
1: uh, two hundred eighteen pounds. Isn't that a little short? It it is. And that that is this class. I mean, we're seeing that trend in the NFL move toward shorter quarterbacks. Russell Wilson kind of kicked it off. I mean, Kyler Murray's had a lot of success. Um, So I I think NFL teams maybe are backing off of needing the old 6'4, 6'5, old school, you know, 80s, 90s quarterbacks. But at the same time i mean hey, it'd be nice to have a guy that's 6'3 220 and can run a 44 that'd be great too so um it, i think that's that's an issue i don't know if the steelers are going to be willing to kind of adjust the offense to a player like that cuz they really haven't had to experience that in a long time so that's um this this entire first round i think i don't think there's anyone maybe you know desmond Ritter out of cincinnati and kenny pickett you know maybe those guys ha- are a little bit tall enough but they're still not you know, it's still not like a six, four. So that, that is a question.
0: What about Kenny Pickett? Um, I mean, we know all, you know, I've, i I watch university of Pittsburgh games. I mean, I'm, I'm a, i am a diehard Pitt fan. I know him very well and he seems very much, you know, he's very, I don't know if you want to call him polished, but he had a lot of experience uh, in, in college. Uh, but does he maybe, I mean, what, what are scouts saying about him? Because he, he seems like, he could go high, but I don't know if he doesn't, maybe he doesn't have the highest ceiling.
1: I think, you know, what you're generally getting with him. Um, And I've, I've made the comparison to, you're probably getting what Derek Carr is in the NFL. Um, you're, you know, you're getting an above-average starter who can has a good arm, can move around a little bit in the pocket. We saw that run in the bowl game, uh, or in, in the last uh, in the ACC championship game, excuse me. Um, and you know, so he has a little bit of athleticism. Um, he has a good arm, really good on the run but he's not, he can't kind of create space. He's not creating space with how he throws the football. You know, he's, he's not really winning. I think Jordan Addison um, was a big part of his success. And I, you know, I think that's a question mark. And I think teams are, are a little bit scared away from the one big year of production. Why did it take this long? And I think it's a fair question. Now you have an older guy that's coming in that really, really only shined in that one year. Um, that's scary. Uh, Cause if, if, if a quarterback dominates as a freshman, Chances are he's a pretty good football player, right? And if he if he dominates at 23, 24 years old playing against 18, 19 year olds, now you're like, well, do we know that he can do that in the NFL? So I think there are still those question marks there, but I I could see him be the first quarterback off the board because of that safety uh that teams have with him ultimately.
0: In your uh, mock draft on uh draftcountdown.com, you have them taking Matt Corral from Mississippi. Um what What's so good about him? I haven't heard um, him uh, mock to uh, to the Steelers.
1: I think a lot of people leaned in on the senior bowl quarterbacks because the seniors were down there. Matt Krause is kind of the one guy that wasn't because he's a, a junior. Um, and he's, again, he's on the smaller side. He's probably the smallest quarterback in terms of uh, his frame. He's probably going to come in under 210 pounds. A little bit of a fear there, but uh, in terms of – Improvement from sophomore to junior, I thought he he had a huge improvement, really sharp, quick release, which I think would be great uh, behind that offensive line for Pittsburgh, getting the ball out quickly, um, had some good downfield shots. He's probably the second most athletic of these top four quarterbacks right behind Malik Willis, you know, can do some some running stuff, uh, some RPOs, and, you know, he's really interesting in kind of how he worked within An offense that, uh, quite frankly, is a little more – it's not pro style. I wouldn't call it pro style, but it's kind of how pro teams are trending toward a spread that works with some of those passing uh, reads. And, you know, I I really – he's my number one quarterback in this class. I I think if there's someone that people are forgetting about, it's Matt Corral.
0: And he is uh, – you know, another thing that's uh, 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 against uh, Malik Willis is, you know, Liberty is not exactly a, uh, a a strong school, you know, power five. And Matt Corral went to Ole Miss. So he had, you know, much better competition. So that has to help.
1: Yeah. And uh, e- even if you watch the Alabama game where statistically it's like, eh, it wasn't very good. Um, you know, he was doing a lot of good things uh, for me in that game. He was carrying the team. And so those are when I have SEC players, I'm like, oh, what do they do against Alabama? Right. Like, let's watch that. Cause all those, that whole defense is probably going to be playing in the NFL. And I thought Corral held himself well for the, the, you know, the talent disparity um, and has, you know, consistently been against SEC defenses and, you know, doing well there. So yeah, that, that's definitely a plus for me.
0: What about Sam Howell? I'm, I, it seems like that's, that's just, there's a lot of red flags there. What's, what's, what's the deal with him?
1: He he's such a tough, just a tough guy to evaluate, and I, I think he could fall to the second round. I think I have him going in my mock at the very last pick of the first round. Um, but I, I think he could be the QB five off the board. I think teams are just going to be a little bit scared away. But I mean, he, how is one of those guys that came in as a freshman to a dead program at North Carolina, and he brought that program back? I mean, he was the quarterback that brought him, him and him and Mac Brown together. Um, good arm strength. This season, he lost all his playmakers. Right, Javante Williams, NFL, Michael Carter, and for to the Jets, he lost both his top receivers to the NFL, and you could see it as they did not have good players other than their top receiver Josh Downs Sam Howell's just running all over the place, like not scripted. He's he's trying to pick up yardage. He, you know, the offensive line was not good and he kind of took the team on his back and was willing them sometimes to points and to keep games close. It led to some bad decisions. It led to, you know, some problems. Um, we, you know, we saw that against Pitt, especially in that first half. I mean, he was ineffective. So, you know, I think, I think how just uh, what's really the upside here? Is he a starting NFL quarterback? I think it's tough to say yes. I like him. I you know I think he's gonna surprise and do better than people think. But I I don't think he's once again. None of these guys are just top tier franchise game changing quarterbacks.
0: Yeah. Let's say they don't. The Steelers don't go quarterback in the first round. What about on the offensive line? Who do you think will be around at, at, if they if they stick a twenty?
1: I think probably the top option there is Trevor Penning, the offensive tackle from Northern Iowa. Um, I think the top three guys, uh, Evan Neal from Alabama, Ike McWano from NC State, and Charles Cross from Mississippi State will probably be gone. Charles Cross maybe is a possibility, but I think Penning is probably the best fit and value there. Uh, obviously a small school player, but he actually got votes for the best offensive player in FCS this year as an offensive tackle which uh we know with the Heisman voting how rare that is so it, pretty much the Heisman for you know FCS he was in the running um huge 6'7 330 and i mean he has that you know, Pittsburgh mentality. Um They, they were at, at the senior bowl, their edge guys getting mad at him because Tra- Trevor Penning wouldn't stop. He was just, he's driving guys into the goal <laughs> post. He was driving, you know, he, he was there to show how good he was. And, and you know, it took him a day as it does for a lot of these small school players, but then he, you know, he showed he belonged. So I think you're getting, um you're getting a good athlete with good size, which is something that you know, didn't quite get in the drafted offensive line last year and was a problem. Um, you know, He has the requisite athletic ability and the long arms and all those things you look for to keep edge rushers off, but has that kind of nasty demeanor. I, I think there's some technique that he can clean up. Um, his hand placement's a little raw, and sometimes he can kind of get caught on skates if he gets his feet moving too much. But I think he's well worth the pick at 20 and, and could be a potential franchise left tackle.
0: How about um, Kenyon Green, that guard out of Texas A&M?
1: I I like him a lot. Um, I think both him uh, and Zion Johnson, the guard out of Boston College, both should be considerations. Like Kenyon Green is one of those consistent players who, you know, from day one in college football popped on film and continued it. Uh, If you watch, once again, the game against Alabama where Texas A&M upset them, I mean, it was Kenyon Green and their freshman center were moving – the defensive lineman guys that are going to go in the top 100 of this draft moving them off to create holes for the run game. He's really good at that. He has the the kind of the body and that lower body strength to drive uh to to grab and move. He's really good at that. Um, you know, in terms of pass protection, he's not this you know, he's not going to pull for you. He's not going to end up being this lead blocker running down the field. But uh, rarely do you see him make a big mistake. He you know he doesn't allow the guy to get penetration. Um, just pretty solid all around, a good fighter. I, I think Kenyon Green, like a lot of interior linemen, you know they kind of get lost in this first round of the draft. The Steelers have found steals like that with David DeCastro. I, I think Green could be one of them.
0: What about Tyler Linderbaum that uh, the center from Iowa is – do you think he would even make it to 20? It seems like he's like the sexy pick <laughs> if, if, if centers could be sexy.
1: I mean, if, if he would make it there, I think that's, that's a run the card to, to the, to the podium kind of pick, you know, the, he is man. I'm trying to think the last offensive lineman that I had this much fun, maybe Quentin Nelson uh, for the Colts, like I had this much fun to watch. I mean, Tyler Linderbaum, just, just, just wrecks people and every snap of the game he is he is never standing still he is moving guys you know he is creating sometimes even taking on two defenders creating holes um he you know he's just really really good that the you know I think he would could slide in the center we saw Kendrick Green be a lot more comfortable at guard i mean if you could make that move you might upgrade to two positions which I think is always a plus the, the, the only issue with Tyler Linderbaum is his, his weight. Uh, he's going to come in under 300 pounds, and that's tough, you know, for a center to feel comf- comfortable and confident. I think you almost need to lean more into the zone blocking scheme if you want to really have him be the center. And so I think that's that's where he could – you know, that could be good if you, if you like him and you want him to fall to the Steelers or if you're like, well, maybe, maybe we shouldn't take him if he's going to come in 292, 295.
0: Yeah, I think, this. I mean, the Steelers kind of like their centers a little bit, not. I don't want to say smaller, but a little more athletic. So yeah, that might be a problem, but we'll see. Um, how about on the defensive side? I've, I've also seen that uh, Andrew Booth, that cornerback uh, from Clemson, uh, mocked the Steelers. Is, is that a possibility?
1: I, th- I think it's a possibility. I think some people feel like they're going to be scared at corner, right? Because there's been some whiffs there in the draft. Um, Kevin Colbert's last year. Do you really want to take a corner in the first round? Uh, you know, and uh, but, uh, you know, I like Andrew Booth. I do at a Clemson. Sometimes those Clemson corners, because they 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 rush the passer so well, uh, it's tough to get a good gauge and often maybe are a little bit worse than um then they look on film but i think booth has that requisite athletic ability he's probably going to be you know a low four four guy um he was kind of the the number one corner for clemson this year got physical at the line of scrimmage he has some press ability and a really smooth athlete i, I rarely he does he didn't really get beat deep you know he's able to turn and run he has good makeup speed like i think he's a pretty solid player i think he's kind of a safe player do I think he's, you know, the next Daryl Rivas or anything? No, but I think you could get a player that could, you know, do a lot of things that Joe Hayden did, but at a younger age.
0: I think it's, it, it's really cool. You know, us talking about the draft in February. It's like a month from now. We're just going to laugh. It's like, Oh, remember when, when we thought that <laughs> they were, you know, it's, it's, it, it, they do move a lot. And I mean, you know, we could talk about what they should do, but it sounds like a lot of times some of these mock drafts, they go based on what they're hearing from the teams. And I think those are the most important ones is like what the, what the team's actually like from a player. And we're learned from um, you know who they talk to i mean isn't that a big thing of like who they actually interview and stuff like that and i back in the day before covid they, the the players would come into would visit the city and talk to them i don't know if they, how they do that now it's probably all zoom meetings or something like that but you know it, it's it's just funny how things will change between now and and then isn't it
1: Yeah, I mean, it's going to be probably one of these guys that we talked about It's not even going to go in the top 50. Right, right. You know, know, that always happens or has a bad combine. Uh, I'm hopeful. I haven't heard anything specifically, but I'm hoping that teams can bring players into the facilities um, again this year. You know, that that will happen kind of March into April. Um, So we'll see because the Steelers, once again, they draft who they bring in. So we'll get a much better idea of really what positions they're looking at and where they're looking.
0: Yeah, they like you said with uh Najee Harris. They don't really hide what they want to do. So, uh yeah, it's uh, well it'll be interesting. Uh where can um uh, where can people uh find your work and and uh, follow you?
1: Check me out uh, draftcountdown.com is uh, my the managing partner over there so I have a seven round mock draft up. You can check that out, my full rankings ton of articles uh, we also do a podcast called the draft countdown if you want a draft countdown podcast in your uh in your rotation there then you can uh sign up and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts um so yeah that's that's where you can find me and i'm always on twitter at champion if you have any questions always happy to answer
0: this is your time this is this is uh, this is it i mean heck, christmas you
1: already... is coming a couple months away. yeah this I is, is your wait. christmas <laughs> your...
0: This is this is your Christmas time. Um, yeah, I mean, you have you have a 2023 mock, a 2024 mock drafts. So. Do you ever look back at like, uh, like you know what what you had for 2022, like a couple of years ago
1: or something? And and is is it? It's probably a lot different, right? It's bad. It, it, it is not good. Like, you know, you know, I wish I could be like, ah, I knew, you know, all these players would be first round picks. Like, I, you know, there's, there's a couple in there that I feel good about, or, but um, yeah, looking back, there's, you know, there's a lot of players that didn't even declare for this draft that I had in there. So it's, uh, it's, it's always wild. I mean, look at the Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett would have been like a, third or fourth
0: or fifth round or a year ago if he came out and now he's he's you know first round or something like that so yeah
1: Yeah, it, it changes so quickly but i think it's fun to to start early and at least get some names for people to watch yeah
0: yeah awesome all right hey thank you so much this is awesome no thanks hey i'll see you